when two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello and welcome to When Your Sport Ends, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I'm Brooke Beerhouse, joined by my co-host today, Don Sutton, today and every day. We are co-hosts, but it feels good to have you back in the studio because last week I did a little recording by myself. Was it the same? Yeah, one could say I live here, but sometimes I'm not here. Mm-hmm. all the time yeah mm-hmm. and we man we have been thinking about this episode for a very long time we wanted to record this particular episode as a follow-up conversation from episode 20 that we did it's called strava and athletes dilemma is the title of the episode that we are following up on so if you have already listened to it you can jump right in if you haven't listened to it recommend my- it yeah, recommend it because it was the initial spark for using Strava. At the time when we recorded it, I myself did not have a Strava profile at all and I didn't like the app. But I've been changed. Yeah. I'm as, kind of- <laughs> as you recall, I had just grabbed it. You had. Somebody tucked me into it. And here we are a month later. Remind everyone month, month what Strava is. Ah, mm-hmm. Strava, for those of you who do not know, is basically a social media app for working out. So they have a free version. Which is what I'm on. And I am now on it too. Oh, and yep. then they have the premium version, which you can get a free trial for two months. And what the difference is, is the premium version tells you where you rank in all of the segments, if you will, that you run or bike. A segment can be any length, verified length that's been run or biked by multiple people mm-hmm. and recognized. It's pretty cool. You you can interact, you can comment on people's workouts, you yeah. can get in there. And I think the big goal for me has been post everything, mm. no matter how awful it is yep and quit trying to critique it i think there was one point where we had just done a run it was noon it was hot it was a four mile loop that we had to finish Mm -hmm. and we got about two miles in and i think i started hallucinating because I was just so dehydrated and messed up, but I wanted to keep it going for the sake of just honestly good tracking Mm -hmm. of workout. Well, that's exactly what we wanted to talk about too. It's on that same trail that I first had to come to terms with, I'm tracking my run because you publish it. You can have it on private or you can publish it. People can see your splits, your... Mm -hmm. um, with, with elevation change and mm-hmm. everything as well. And I and the cool thing is finding new routes and new segments, mm-hmm. especially when you're traveling or somewhere different. 
But I had a lot of anxiety beforehand about, maybe not a lot of anxiety, but I did worry that my pace would just be so ordinary and average compared to what I had been doing in college and in high school. And I didn't want to post that because I, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like that wasn't the runner that I see myself as. But that's when Don and I started talking, as we always do on a, a good run. And it was on that trail, the back 40 that he's talking about right now, this four mile loop that we do. It was a different run. Not the same one that we stopped, but the previous one probably before. Not that anyone really needs to know exactly what, when this was, but for me, details matter. So that, the one before is where I told Don, I'm having a hard time running for myself today and not running for Strava. And Don right away was like, we need to record a, a conversation about that, about running and Letting your not judging yourself mm. for the run and listening to yourself and not trying to be this former version of yourself in any way. Yeah. But it's hard. It's very hard. So when you were talking about that two two miles in, it was really hot. It was a hundred that day and we ran at noon. Yeah. And it was humid because the trees were keeping in all the humidity. And we both were just feeling awful. Um, but you take me through what you felt when you decided to, st- you said you were fine with stopping at two miles and then walking the, the remainder back. So you tracked the walking p- component or did you just stop? I, I think I, I did track it and I posted it. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, and, I think this is uh, something that's pretty important too, is if you reflect upon, after I finished it and I posted it, it is kind of like a log, right? Right, yeah. So uh, posting it, I wasn't super happy about it, but it made me, it instilled in me and we we came to terms that no more runs after 11 or before 6 during yeah, summer. We made up, yes. That's and a hard one to remember I every think that, yeah. I th- but that's now posted. Mm-hmm. And if I ever look in my backlog, I can be like, oh, yeah, I definitely don't want to do that. Because <laughs> I'll be able to see the time. Yeah. I'll be able to see everything <laughs> that was awful about that run. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave me kudos either. Kudos Aww. is like a like. So yeah. it's hitting the like button to the love heart and in Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. Kudos. Uh, yeah. Comment that was kudos. awful. <laughs> so that's the awful one. Oh, now yeah. I want to bring you back to a little bit of that confidence because on this episode, we're talking, I am talking here in the studio to mm-hmm. the king, the number one all time for the distance between Peach Orchard to Third, which is a mile and a half, in Bentonville, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and you ran it fast. You're doing six minute miles, right? Something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. Un- or under. It was, but no, it was an under. <laughs> okay, six minute. So. Yeah, you're six minute miles, and then like six fifteen or something. Mm-hmm. But tell them about how this worked because we came up with the Strava trolling 
Yes. Idea. So this is another fun fact. <laughs> Strava trolling. Yeah. I don't think people do it. And I think they should. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it because it a is a great confidence booster. Mm-hmm. Everybody who ran this, well, who is fast mm-hmm. and ran this loop was holding like 615, 630 mile pace for 10 or 17 miles. So, And this is just a segment. This mm-hmm. was a part of their run, which usually happens. You just track a segment of your run this one just happened to be a longer segment that Mm -hmm. we like a mile and a half i think it's right at 1.5 i think it's 1.7 oh is it okay 1.7 yeah so what we decided to do was train and taper for it we did not taper (laughs) i tapered (laughs) yeah i was gonna win oh my gosh That's the attitude. I I didn't. I just knew I well, was gonna race fast that day. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> back to your taper to just bust out of the gate on this. Tell yeah. tell us about how it happened. Take we, us to that well, day. Yeah. Well, bef- no. Before that, we ran that segment, and That's we, what it was. we were seeing time. You had gotten. It's my very ran. first Strava run. It was that your I very first Strava yeah. run. Mm-hmm. And you got fourth fastest woman of all time or something. Yeah. And we were doing like 8.30. Yeah. So. And I didn't know that you could do segments and yeah. try to be the fastest. And I was like, oh, man, this isn't good. Yet yeah, I want to come back and really just go for it. So, yeah. So that, I think that kind of fed off of it because yeah. I saw, I felt you like were- I personally could run six minute miles mm-hmm. and for mile and a half mm-hmm. and there is this one dude who just travels the country and now i now i strava stock this dude yeah it's actually hilarious though see he did well, he's he amazing left. yeah he's the guy really, is really like i probably he's gotta be he's gotta he be is. a professional triathlete yeah i haven't i don't actually like follow his profile or yeah. anything i've just seen some of his runs because you can follow it's anybody that you want mm-hmm. yeah but anyway, but he's circling not back. The, he is not the top time on Peach Orchard to third. No. It is Don Sutton. Yes. I took that one back for the locals of Arkansas. By 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 or 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he then continued to run another 12 miles. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> we stopped. Yeah. I don't understand why people just don't sprint segments. I mean, I think, yeah. But like, I feel like everybody should just be, I, like, I feel like the more people on, out yeah. here should be just breaking stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's just personally how I feel about it. Well, you could definitely tell that people, that the the females didn't, because I'm third all time for male and female. Mm-hmm. So it's you, the pro guy, me. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the, everyone else, like, yeah, everyone, no one was going out to run super fast 1.5 but that's what we wanted to do and it felt awesome yeah it did feel awesome it's the little wins it was nice too because i felt like i was training for something shorter and that wasn't you know the standard marathon or 5k Mm -hmm. or 10k or it did anything i really like anything i really felt like i had to train for yeah (laughs) it was funny too because don was gonna go after me and I said, oh, no, 
I'll give you two, I'll give you three minutes and I'm gonna catch you. <laughs> that three minutes and a mile and a half. Yeah, it was two. I should have just given him like thirty seconds so I could have seen you the whole way. But instead, I wanted us to run our own races, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we did, and you beat me. So champion. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> We've, Somebody's gonna come out and crush that. I know. I hope that guy comes back and He's just right. runs like a five twenty. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Honestly, I, I would mean, love it'd be to fun see to that. see. It would yeah. be fun if you could just race. You guys could race together. Yeah, I'd just love to see somebody go really fast. And <laughs> also, I will say that is a great segment. Most because it's flat, it's shaded, mm-hmm. it's just it, like straight out. Mile yeah. and a half, mile one point seven, but it, it just feels good too. I'm sure, and the cool thing about Strava too is mm-hmm. that you can, you can literally comment on the segment. Yeah, which, which a couple people did. Yeah, we were biking um, yesterday, mm-hmm. and we had the Strava on just to keep track of where we were going. Yeah, and I like seeing the loop. Yeah, and some people comment like, why isn't there a bike lane yet? Yeah, <laughs> right? You, you know, this yeah. is totally dangerous, which is actually very helpful, too. It's super helpful. It's extremely helpful. So I really enjoy that. But then you can also see the people who are freaking borderline. Obsessive about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so that there's one segment that we rode yesterday on our mm-hmm. bike. And I think I hit, so one time I was traveling with a group of guys and I think I hit 37, 38 going down this hill, which is Oh, pretty, it's fast. It, it, it's fast. Uh-huh. But the dangerous thing is that it's got a sh- super sharp turn at the bottom. Yeah. And people have f- actually flown off of it before. Yeah. At least people have told me. And I think overall, I'm like 33rd. And, but like the number one guy is way faster. And I can only imagine oh. the number of people who want to break that. But going down that mm-hmm. hill, that's. Yeah. yeah I think there, there are two or three guys that I've talked to who have said that they've seen someone <laughs> I crash. I was almost that one yeah. the very first time we went. Yeah. So I was like, see ya, going yep. past you. I didn't know you had your brakes on. And you're yeah. like, uh, slow down, there's a, there's a turn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm all right. Nothing happened to us. Yeah. But if you would have read the Strava, it yeah, would have Yeah, then said, I would have known. Yes. Boom. Slow down. <laughs> That's so true. No, but, you know, this isn't even a, a paid episode or anything you know for strava it's truly just us wanting to talk about it because it i don't know it's something i didn't think that i would enjoy doing and sometimes i i do turn it off because i don't really want to track Mm -hmm. it if it's one of those days because i will look down and i'm like wait what eight minute mile i felt like i was going faster than that and i just kind of get in my head again and and i don't like that yeah Yeah, and i I don't need that right now yeah yeah, I've done that before. But there are some days when I do like it. Mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's like having a good running companion with you. It is. Mm-hmm. If you want to push yourself, it's definitely a good place to have it. If you're to gonna, if to you're gonna follow it. up and yeah. log it, and 
I think um, it's also really bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Don't have it on when you're going with somebody who's oh. just trying to have a relaxed run, run or bike. <laughs> that has happened. We yeah. We've had oh, that. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. It was bad. Well, just. <laughs> Got to communicate what type of run you need that day. Well, yeah, but the the also the other good thing, and I mean, I will say that this is kind of what stemmed that I wanted to push myself a little bit harder on that run. It was a run specifically, but Brooke's brother, yeah, who is also on Strava, is up in Michigan, killing it, running eight mile seven thirty eight miles. Yes, he's like seven twenties consistent for yeah. eight eight miles, ten yeah. miles. He's really crushing it. And it's just like, dang, I feel like I need to push myself further too. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> Tay, if you're listening, you did this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. You ended up because um, that was another one where you asked, mm-hmm. "What's our pace?" And I said, "Well." We've been going for 15 minutes, and we're at, like, 8.15. 8.15. <laughs> I felt us picking up speed. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I, I just wanted a chill day. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. but, hey, everyone's I'm got, working on it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm working on this. I think it, it, it's good to catch these things, though, mm-hmm. and talk about it, because... There are also other people who just do it and go Strava by themselves and just yeah. trying to push themselves with that community, which which is great for that. Isn't if interesting, that's, yeah. yeah. If that's I, what you're doing, it's just it's just building upon that community, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> it is really cool in in its own way. You know they have challenges you can do too. Oh yeah. Like the hundred miles in July biking. Mm-hmm. We almost. It's still July. It's still July. We so can still do it. We've done do another three 20. 20 milers or so. Yeah, which I think was pretty cool. They also have, yeah. you know, like they keep track of your best 5K or 10K. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's it's a pretty cool app in itself. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I've had about a month to try it out, sort of analyze how I like it, what I don't like about it. Yeah, we should we should write to them and have them add a little canoe session. Yes, I'm glad you said that because we want to share a fun a fun moment that has been long overdue in both of our lives. We bought a canoe. Yes. A pawn shop canoe. It's purple. It's a buffalo canoe. It's perfect. It floats. It floats. <laughs> the best kind of canoe. Yeah. Which, when you're it's... sporting, sometimes you just need a, another little... Mm-hmm. Something hobby. new, a hobby, yeah, yeah, something totally different. That's not for running sure. or swim or swimming. Maybe I'll just start running the Strava for that. Maybe I can get a segment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll just go from there. Just start adding random things. And before I forget, we wanted to also update everyone, all of our listeners, that next week will be the last interview that we have of. Season one for when your sport ends. We're taking a break for about a month and a half. 
and we will be out in October. Very beginning of October will be the new, newest episode of season two. But I wanted to make sure, we'll talk about it next week as well, what we have planned, why we decided, and our last interview is a really, really good one. It's We're ending on a really high note, and I'm excited to share that interview with Joy Walker with you guys, so we'll talk more about that later on. Former South Carolina basketball player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's great. All right. So, before we close out this episode... And since we have, we're going to finish on a great interview. Yes. Let's do a little season recap differently, though. Okay. We're going to harp on the Rose Rose Thornbud that we previously talked about. Oh, and if you, haven't, yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, that's a good one, too. And we're going to do it for this season. So. I like that. Yeah. Rose, Rose, Thorn, Bud for the entire season one. Yes. Which is almost 30 episodes. We're at 29 right now. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say a big rose that comes to mind was our first interview with Coach Doc. He was just a really great, I think just a really great starting episode. And one that I felt like set the tone for us. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So I would say Coach Doc, episode three <laughs> of the mm-hmm. for the season, was a rose. Um, another rose would be you and I both, both putting a lot of attention towards this towards this podcast in the sense of we didn't miss one Tuesday yeah. since fe- um, February when, when the first episode aired, we've released an episode every single Tuesday. And I think that consistency is something that I'm pretty proud of on Athlete our end. Athlete discipline. Athlete discipline. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I just think that's a nice, um, shows you know priority and and work ethic and i think that's really great Mm -hmm. a thorn hmm man i think a thorn might be not having enough time with all of our our guests i feel like we've tried to have a pretty smooth solid amount of 35 minutes 45 we did get pretty long at the um Mm -hmm. for a while that was about an hour long episodes but there's so much to talk about so i think a thorn is just wishing we had more time maybe we get the believe network to sponsor our guests to fly out to studio sutton (laughs) studio sutton is in rogers arkansas (laughs) you're welcome probably won't fly anyway (laughs) and Thoughts. <laughs> throwing it out throwing there. Throwing it out there. And the bud is season two. Mm. I think we're gonna it's we had amazing guests this season that brought so much insight and taught us so many different lessons about what this community would like to really focus on and hear about. And I think in season two, we're lining up guests that I am really excited to 
bring on and to hear their stories and to share it with everyone. And in that way, I think it'd be great if you have, if any listeners want to share their story or have someone in mind, we obviously would love that as well. Mm. So always feel like you can reach out to us. But that is my Rose Rose Thorn, bud. What about you, Don? I'm going to keep it quick because... Like the, I think we're pretty I long can get here. wordy. I know. Uh, I'm going to say Rose. Going to reconnect with a lot of former teammates. Ooh. Much appreciated to the guys who had connected with me. It's been great speaking with you and sharing our stories. Another Rose would be expanding the network as far as um, the topic of after your sport Mm -hmm. we had a lot of great guests like you mentioned doc coach doc i mean daryl like just some solid solid people Mm -hmm. uh thorn i would have to say probably wishing we might have numbered our seasons Mm. i think that that was a learning experience but for reference Our episodes yeah yeah episodes i think episode a lot of good podcasts i've noticed have numbers mm-hmm. but moving forward maybe season two maybe i'll go back in and renumber them <laughs> <laughs> yes that that's a thorn. jab at me because i don't do it <laughs> it's not, it not meant to be a jab maybe i'll show you how to do it and then you yeah can do maybe it. i'll just go in there and fiddle with things <laughs> And then a bud, um, a bud would have to be maybe circling back on some of the topics in more in depth mm. um, for seasons to come. I think nutrition would be an excellent Absolutely. one. I think that that would be a really good either short season or something like that, or uh, maybe even a more in depth teammate season or um just finding people who really don't meet the uh norm when it comes to post swim or well i guess post sport Mm -hmm. you know just some like out there dudes I think that an example comes to mind when I say that. Um, I was going to ask you. Yeah. There was a Yale swimmer back in the mid-2000s, I believe. And after he had graduated, he had disappeared for five to ten years. And he was working like multiple jobs in europe and this guy obviously very smart Mm -hmm. but when he came back he actually started truck driving and when he was doing the truck driving he noticed that most truck drivers are out of weight or overweight because they don't exercise they're always on the road so he Mm -hmm. developed programs for exercise with truck drivers Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So I look forward to maybe finding more stories like that. Love it. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway. More to come. More to come. One of my favorite accessories when I'm traveling and working abroad is my Skyroam Solis. 
but lately I haven't been traveling. Is that that orange puck you've been using on our road trips? Yes, that orange puck is actually a Wi-Fi hotspot and it allows for me to get my work done and have Wi-Fi even when we're in some sketchy service area. The Skyroam Solis and Skyroam Accessories are all 20% off when you use the code ROAMWITHBROOKE at skyroam.com. The link for that is in our bio and it's also in the description of the podcast. 